I want to speak to everyone listening today who finds themselves in the same position as this man. You have been sitting in your brokenness, your pain, your loneliness, your sickness, your lack, your addiction, your depression for many, many years. And you have watched as one by one other people have made it to the healing waters and walked away whole. They've made it to a counselor who was able to help them. They made it into a church that seemed to work for them. They made it into relationships that supported them. They made it into rehab clinics that actually sent them back better than what they went in. You've seen it work for other people, but you find yourself sitting there not being the one who's been able to find that one moment of healing. And you've been waiting for someone to come and help you find that wholeness. Today is the day that you have been waiting for. Today is the day that Jesus, the very giver of life, the very author of healing, the very living water of God, is here to be that friend that will bring you to the miracle you need. He is that miracle you need. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your coworkers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. John chapter 5 Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, was the Pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches waiting for a certain movement of the water, and the first person to step in after the water was stirred was healed of whatever disease they had. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well and be made whole? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat, picked it up, and began walking. When I read this story, I always think, why this man? Over the past couple of weeks, we have been looking at the miracles and teachings of Jesus, and we have seen example after example of miracles and healings taking place when people approached Jesus in faith that he could heal them or perform a miracle for them. But this story tells of something happening that appears to be the exact opposite. Not only did this man not know who Jesus was, but at first glance, 
it appears he didn't have faith to be healed. And as a matter of fact, it appeared that he was complaining that he had no one to help him get into the pool that could potentially heal him. This man seems to be the farthest thing from a person of faith. And yet, out of the crowds of sick people sitting around this pool of healing waters, Jesus approached this one man. Why him? Why did Jesus turn his attention to this man who had been sick for 38 years? The story doesn't tell us what this man's illness was. The only clues we are given is that he didn't have the strength or ability to lower himself unaided into the pool when the water started to bubble and stir. And we also learn towards the end of the story that we'll read in a minute that whatever the illness was, Jesus says that it was a result of some sort of sin in his life from many years ago, it sounds like. So let's set the stage of what is happening on these covered porches surrounding the pool of Bethesda. See if you can imagine what this would have been like. Crowds and crowds of sick people would come to these porches and sit there just waiting in hope that the water would start bubbling and that they might be that first person in and thereby receive their healing. There are some biblical manuscripts that suggest that the people believed that it was the angel of the Lord who would come and stir the water up and that that is what brought the healing. But whatever was really happening at this pool, the belief in the region was that the bubbling water could cure people. So crowds of sick people and most likely some of their family members or friends would come and sit and wait, hoping that they could get in. Can you imagine the frenzy that must have taken place every time people saw the water starting to bubble? The pushing, the shoving to get to the front of the line? I imagine if you were very unwell, you would have had to have a friend or a family member there to help you navigate this frantic crowd desperately seeking their healing. And in the middle of this was a man a man who had been ill for 38 years, who somehow would get there and lie there in hope that he might possibly find a way to the pool one day and receive his healing. But he had no friends, and he had no family. There was no one to help him get through the crowds when the waters were stirred. And yet, there he was day after day, hoping that that day would be the day when someone would help him and he would find his healing. I have heard a lot of teachings about how this man didn't have faith to be healed, um, that he was just full of excuses about why he couldn't be healed. I don't have friends. I can't get in fast enough that there was always a reason. Because when Jesus asked him the question, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made whole? The man answered, I can't because I have no one to help me into the pool. And so people say that this man was just finding excuses rather than being in true faith. And yet I believe that those words actually revealed to Jesus that the man did have faith that he could be healed if he could just get into that water. If he could just have that helping hand, he would be healed. 
How is that any different than the woman we talked about recently who said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of Jesus' garments, I can be healed? Well, it isn't any different. But this man hadn't yet heard of Jesus. He didn't know that there was another option besides this pool. He just knew that there was a place he could get healed, and he was there every chance he could get. And I believe that Jesus saw that in this man. He saw a man who wanted to get well, who knew there was a way to get healed, but couldn't see how to get it without the help of someone else. How fortunate it is that this man hadn't given up his hope the day before, that he was there when Jesus walked through. And there was something about this man that Jesus knew that if he gave the command of healing, this man would receive it, be healed, and walk out of that porch a changed man. And the fascinating thing about this story is that they were surrounded by sick people, sick people and their family members who would have heard this exchange between Jesus and the man and see this man who day after day had sat there, get up and walk, completely healed. And yet, it doesn't say that even one other person turned away from watching for the bubbling of the pool and turned towards Jesus to also find their healing. The pool only offered one person healing at a time, and that only sporadically. And here, right in their midst, was the Messiah who was full of the constant healing power of God. He flowed with it everywhere he went all of the time. Who, if they had turned to him in faith, every single one of them could have been healed that day. We know that because in other passages of scriptures, it says that Everyone in the crowd was healed or set free in other instances where Jesus was walking. But not one other person on these porches were willing to turn away from the thing that only offered healing to some and turn to the person who could offer it to all. I want to speak to everyone listening today who finds themselves in the same position as this man. You have been sitting in your brokenness, your pain, your loneliness, your sickness, your lack, your addiction, your depression for many, many years. And you have watched as one by one other people have made it to the healing waters and walked away whole. They've made it to a counselor who was able to help them. They made it into a church that seemed to work for them. They made it into relationships that supported them. They made it into rehab clinics that actually sent them back better than what they went in. You've seen it work for other people, but you find yourself sitting there not being the one who's been able to find that one moment of healing. And you've been waiting for someone to come and help you find that wholeness. Today is the day that you have been waiting for. Today is the day that Jesus, 
the very giver of life, the very author of healing, the very living water of God is here to be that friend that will bring you to the miracle you need. He is that miracle you need. I am asking you today, as Jesus asked that man 2,000 years ago, do you want to be made well and whole? If the answer is yes, then today Jesus is saying to you, stand up, pick up your mat, and start walking. Stand up out of your sickness. Stand up out of your addiction. Stand up out of your brokenness. Stand up out of your depression. Stand up out of your lack. Stand up completely healed, delivered, and made whole. Then pick up that mat that you have been lying on for years. Pick up the bed that you have made in those areas for all of these years and start walking in your new life. Start walking in your healing. Start walking in your freedom. Start walking in your wholeness. Start walking in a new life full of the healing, provisional salvation that Jesus himself is speaking to your spirit right now. I say to you, be made whole. Did you know that the story of this man didn't end there? Let's see what happened next. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. And instantly this man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat, picked it up and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied to them, the man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? They demanded. The man didn't know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, My father is always working, and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him, for he not only broke the Sabbath, but he called God his Father, thereby making himself equal with God. So here we have this awesome miracle, this amazing healing of a man who had been sick for 38 years, and the very first people he encounters are the religious people, who rather than rejoicing in this man's healing and praising God for it, they just try to tell him that he's breaking one of their stupid rules. And Jesus knew when he told him to pick up that mat and carry it, that he was telling this man to break a religious rule of the Jewish leaders. And I love what this man says. He basically says to them, you didn't heal me. This man, Jesus did. So if he says, pick up my mat and carry it, I am going to do it. Friends, when Jesus does a work in your life, when he brings you out of sickness, when he brings you out of lack, 
brokenness, addiction, depression, anxiety, whatever. There will be people who won't rejoice with you. There will be people who tell you to go back, put your mat back down, and lie down in your sickness and brokenness again. Don't do it. Don't go back. Don't listen to their words. Don't live by their rules. When God tells you to stand up, pick up your mat and walk, you do it. And you just keep on walking past the people who tell you to go back and lie down. And remember the words of Jesus to this man. Now you are well. Now you are whole. So stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. When you find this salvation, deliverance, and healing of God at the command of Jesus, and you walk out of the past of sickness and brokenness, keep walking into even greater faith. Walk into greater love. Walk into greater holiness. Walk into greater faithfulness. Don't go back to the sins and wrong choices that led you to the brokenness in the first place because you may find yourself worse off than you were before. Don't do it. Don't go back. Keep walking forward, following after Jesus, your Savior, your Healer, and your Lord. I speak the blessing of faith over you today. I speak to your spirits and I call them to rise up in faith, to believe that the Savior Jesus, the healer and the deliverer, is speaking directly to you in this moment and saying, be made whole. Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk forward out of your brokenness, out of your sickness, out of your pain and receive today the Lord Jesus as your Savior. Have faith, believe it, and walk in faithfulness and love and righteousness today, and go be the church to your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day, and then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com, to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.